2020. What a terrible, terrible, terrible year. I thought it was a pretty good year. Now, for gamers, this was a time for me where I probably played the most games in a single year since I was a kid. So 2020, in the end, thank you for letting me play as many games as I could. How many of these games actually came out in 2020, though? Like two. <laughs> Welcome to the Game Raiders Podcast. I am your host, Sergio, and I'm here with my co-host, Drew. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And today, we are talking about our top 10 games of 2020 that we played for the first time. Yeah. Not necessarily games that came out in 2020. Right. But just games that you played for the first time. Um, when you run your own podcast, yeah. you can make the rules. Also, we know these are not the only games I played. I, I replayed a lot of games. Yes. I replayed the first two Halos. These are just the ones that we felt were most... Yeah, replayed Gears of War. Our favorites, basically, yeah. I replayed Resident Evil a lot, a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, what else did I replay? Hellblade. Yeah, I played a lot of games. Well, Ghost Tycoon for a bit. Oh, <laughs> All right, Back so our RC life. We'll just start off with our list. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have Drew. You're gonna list your top ten. We'll yeah, discuss each one, basically how you felt about it when you played okay. it, stuff like that. I felt some things, man. Um, yeah. So uh, I know for your list though, they're not any particular order. No, no, no. So yeah, so my list. This is not. I, I didn't like rank them as like because I don't. How can you rank your children? You know, like I rank my children. Pretty <laughs> how you know you? Pretty I love easy. them all equally. Uh, I work really hard on this ranking system. <laughs> Um, so the first one that I want to start with is, uh, God of War, which, uh, 2018, 2018 God of War. Um, man, I absolutely fell in love with this game the minute I started playing it just because of the relationship between Kratos and Atreus, uh, his son, um, the way that relationship deepens and, you know, ebbs and flows over uh, the course of the game. I think maybe we should, before we continue, straight up. Spoilers. We're just going to talk spoilers throughout this. Oh, yeah. Thing. Spoiler alert. So Sorry. You can totally go 100%. Just let it rip with your spoilers. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah. So, the way their relationship grows. Um, but then also, it's just like the gameplay is is just great. It, it's a nice extension reinvent, slash reinvention of the God of War formula. It's still brutal. You're still hacking up you know creatures left and right and doing all these gory finishing moves and stuff like that it's just from an over-the-shoulder perspective now um but also has like a bit of uh depth and you know there's a little bit of like you got to kind of think tactically and you know about your environment about the kind of equipment that you have there's there's some light rpg elements to this game so you kind of have to do a little bit of management there. Um, and I think it just came together all in a like nice, concise package that I was just thoroughly uh, happy to continue playing. Like I never felt like I, I never got to a point in the game where I was like, like, oh, I'm just, I'm really burnt out or I'm really, like, I felt there were nice breaks in between where there was like usually an important story beat and then you had a little bit of time to explore. Uh, and then you would continue on to the next big story beat, and then you had some time to explore and do, do side quests and whatnot. Um, I never got bored. I never got burnt out. Um, I, was, I was always entertained. I was invested in the story. 
Uh, it's 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 one of the games that I would probably just recommend anybody. Like even if you're like I recommended it to you for the longest time, and you're not you don't even play like PlayStation games all that much. And I was like, Sergio, you need to play this game. And so I would recommend it to anybody, like regardless of whether you're just an Xbox person or just a PlayStation person, uh, that you need to play God of War 2018. Yeah, and I'm gonna hold off my thoughts because this also. Yeah, because like actually, a lot of the games that we have on our list are a little bit similar. Um, uh, Only two of them, maybe four, four games on this list. Yeah, forty percent of our list is the same. But. but yeah, so going off of that, and and you'll notice I, I a lot of the games that I picked are a little bit more heavy on the story side or a little bit more open. Um, the next game I got is... Uh, Number two again, on your list. Again, not in any particular order, uh, Last of Us Part Two, um, because of... And this is strictly because of the story and the characters. Uh, the gameplay has gotten to a point for me where I'm a little bit burned out on it. Uh, however, I think the narrative that they're telling here with Ellie and kind of the continuation of the, uh, of that big, like emotional ending of the last of us part one, um, really just that, that's been the thing that's kind of like kept me going throughout the entire thing is I want to see, I want to see Ellie's journey continue and get to a point and like get get to the the goal line essentially, and I do think the new characters that they also introduced, I, I, and like even some of the side characters from the first game that we did, like Tommy, Tommy uh, Joel's brother, gets uh, more time in this game than he ever did in the first one, and I think I think that's great. Because uh, Joel didn't get any time in this. Game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, rip rip Joel. Uh, but yeah, because well, also because um, I think because Tommy is Nolan North, right? I think. No, I don't think so. Oh, no. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no. Nolan North was the, cannibal, the cannibal in the first yeah. game. Never mind. Uh, yeah, the cannibal. He's back. Uh, no. Um, but, yeah, it's it's nice to see uh, Tommy get some more time. The new, the new characters I actually really enjoyed. And, um, so I have a question for you. Yeah. You didn't finish this game yet. <clears throat> no. So why is it on your list? I think because... Just we finished a... Well, you say you think you're over half. You're almost done with the game. Yeah, so I, I, I'm I, over I, halfway I, I, done. I know where you're at, and you're not. You're about maybe, maybe you're halfway. Well, maybe maybe halfway. But like, I think, I think I think because I am so invested to, like, I know right now I'm kind of in a slump with it, but I think, I think that's kind of a combination of the gameplay, and I think it's also kind of a combination of the. Maybe, maybe Naughty Dog's trying to tell me something. I don't know. Like, just just because of the just because of the switch in perspective. Because like, spoiler alert again, the first half of the game you're basically playing as Ellie, and then it switches over to where you're playing as this character that's introduced in this game as Abby. Mm-hmm. So you kind of see the two sides of the conflict, um, and I think, like. I have to, and, and while I didn't initially, I was like, I don't want to fucking play as Abby. She's, you know, she's the bad girl. She's the yeah. villain, you know, like, and then as I started to play through like the beginning parts of her chapters, it was like, it, it you know, I started like kind of relating to Abby a little bit and I started kind of like, you know, I kind of started seeing not her side necessarily, but I was like, 
it it it, it opened up like her character to me essentially uh-huh. and i am i don't know if i i don't know if i like that you know like i don't know if i i because I'm, now i'm trying to wrestle with the fact that do i like the villain like or not like not necessarily the villain but do i like the antagonist uh-huh. like there's a lot of complicated emotional stuff happening in this game actually and i think and you're being no likey and, and yeah my brain is just basically like it's a combination of the gameplay getting old and a combination of uh, that kind of the, the the story kind of taking me to a place that maybe I didn't I wasn't necessarily comfortable with that I'm kind of like taking a break right now from it but I'm going to jump back in and finish it and because yeah. I because I, I need to see this through it's yeah. it's one of those things like where you where you have like a big um, journey and you get to like this arduous kind of like challenge it's one of those things you need to see it through to the end because then you feel accomplished and like you did it and you know feelings and emotions so um i i even having not finished the game yet still i would still put it on the best games that i've played this mm-hmm. year just because of all of that okay, cool. <laughs> essentially what's next on your list um so the next game that I have on the list is a four-year-old game, uh, which is and it's funny because you played Doom Eternal yeah. for the first time this year, which came out this year. Yeah, I was playing 2016 Doom <laughs> while you were doing yeah. that. Doom 2016 um, is hands down one of my favorite games of all time. This is one of the best games that I've ever played. Yeah, um, like no, no mean. Like actually, it it is so fucking good to just take an imp and just rip it apart with your bare hands yeah. like it feels so fun this is this is my catharsis like where somebody has somebody may have like something like animal crossing or like stardew valley or something like that this is my catharsis <laughs> you know this is my like on unwi- like when i'm having a bad day or um you know i'm feeling like a little bit depressed or or maybe maybe it's just it's just yeah it's just been one of those days you know this is the game that I would like to go to to unwind and just literally just run around. There's nothing really... I mean, there is a story, but there's nothing really too complex happening here apart from find gun, kill demons. Yep. You know? Like, that's... But but what it lacks in the complexity, it has... It, it's... The gameplay is tight. You know, it's focused... It is all developed around you as the player having fun uh, by killing things, yes. But having fun, um, there's little like collectibles and Easter eggs scattered throughout each level. But it doesn't get to the point where it's like overbearing mm-hmm. or uh, you feel like you're missing a whole lot because and like you have to like spend hours hunting down each collectible and stuff like that, you know. Um, and there's like this checklist, you know. It's just. It, it is kind of it's kind of what I imagine the perfect game to be it's it's short enough to where you don't feel burnt out but it's long enough to where you actually feel like you got your value out of it and I definitely feel like I got my value out of it especially because I bought this on sale yeah. for six dollars oh, like <laughs> I got this like I think that like the week it launched yeah I mean even it for worth it for 60 bucks, I mean even yeah. for 60 bucks it's still worth it but for six dollars yeah. you are literally stealing money out of a stores like yeah. basically You're stealing money from it and Bethesda. yeah exactly you better, basically you better write my check for 54 dollars. basically 
Um, uh, the music. Is oh, the music too. One yeah, best, one of the best music soundtracks is Doom and Doom Eternal. Yeah, just sit down, if, pop it on, and then you just rock out for two and a half yeah. hours. If you're like a metalhead or you just like to shred or you know whatever, uh, just pop on a headset. Uh, throw on the Doom or Doom Eternal soundtracks and just like just fucking let it rip for like a couple hours. Oh, yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's it's kind of what I imagine the perfect game to be almost. Um, and then in so so kind of at the opposite ends of the spectrum, I guess in terms of like um, on the one hand you have a tight focused single player uh, shooter game. Uh, that is not not terribly long to a giant open world uh, third person action adventure game uh, with tons of collectibles. <laughs> I I guess I just run all over the spectrum. Uh, but anyway, I'm one. I'm talking about Assassin's Creed Unity. Um, and I know okay, this. Which one is this one? So this is the one in Paris. This, this is the one, this is this the one that Origins. Yes, this was this was the one that got a lot of flack at launch because it was riddled with like hilarious graphical bugs, like faces like mm-hmm. missing and ah, stuff like Cyberpunk. that. Yes, ah, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yes, <laughs> it invades everything now. Um, but yeah, so but then but then afterwards, you know, as they. Ubisoft went back and they patched it a lot. And the patches still haven't fixed everything. There's still, uh-huh. like, tiny bugs there. But no, like, big graphical things that I've run into. Um, and I, I, I'm comfortable in saying I think this is the, like, like gameplay-wise. Like, the you know, because the, the fantasy of Assassin's Creed is parkour, running across rooftops, and then jumping off and, like, stabbing a dude, like, in the throat yeah. or something with your hidden blade. Um, I think this is the game that captures that to the like the best extent uh-huh. currently. Before they abandoned it. Be- before wait 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 what do I mean? Even played Origins or Odyssey. Oh right? yeah, like I I mean, it's not really much. It's not focused on the uh, it yeah it's assassinating. More, it's more open world yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then here Valhalla is really good also. So, but yeah, it's, like this was yeah this was. To me, this is the peak, I guess, of the Assassin's Creed fantasy. Because then Syndicate was just uh, yeah. whatever. Was that after this? Or? Yeah, yeah. So are, are you going to go back and play Syndicate? I don't know if I am or not. But, like... Because you should go back and play Origins and Odyssey, I think. Because Syndicate... I tried playing Origins. I just couldn't get into it. Origins is so good. Ah, I just... I, I, I might play Valhalla, but I don't I know. I loved Origins. And I loved Odyssey. I thought... Because I thought, so for me... I played the very first Assassin's Creed game. The very yeah. first one. Yeah, I did That's too. That's it. Yeah. I didn't play two, Oh, that three. was it? Yeah, I didn't play two, three, Black Flag. I played uh, them all up until... Syndicate Unity. This one. And then and then I went back and I got Origins. For some reason, I don't know why. I think because Odyssey was coming out, I was like, this looks really cool. Yeah. I looked it up and they're like, you can just play Origins because it's kind of like a reboot of the series and whatever. Mm-hmm. New, no, new main protagonist. I was like, okay. In the, in the modern times... So I was like, alright, I'm gonna go back and I'll play Origins. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. It's awesome. I highly recommend it. Origins is great. And then I think you should I mean, I yeah. think you should just sit down and just try to get because I think for me it was like uh, I think it took me a bit to get into it. But once I got into it, I just kind of stopped playing it. I beat it and then yeah. I got Odyssey. 
and I beat that, and Odyssey's great also, and I'm going to get Valhalla whenever I get a <laughs> Xbox Series X. Yeah, I, I played all of the games up until this game just because of all the bad PR about the graphical bugs and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, even then, they were saying... Uni- I think cause, uh, Unity and Syndicate were the low points of terms of, like, Yeah. Well, series. these were the games that basically killed the franchise yeah. for until Origins. Yeah, and then Origins and Odyssey, mm-hmm. I feel like, have revamped yeah. and re- re- put life yeah. back in the series. They, yeah, they breathed their life into it. Not again. And... But I would still say this game... I mean, I've been playing both this and Black Flag again mm-hmm. on and off. I would say Black Flag as a game is more... Um, it's that's more the pirate fun. one, right? It, that's the, yeah, that's the pirate one. I would say that has a little bit more entertainment value, just because yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to be a pirate? Mm-hmm. But this one, yeah. I think, is a culmination of everything that was being built up at that time uh, by Ubisoft with the series, because like y- the combat is actually challenging, mm-hmm. um, and you can use two gadgets at the same time, which none of the other games let you do for some fucking reason i don't know why uh the parkour is slick uh there's like unique animations for like sometimes when he's um when arno the protagonist is running up like a building or something like that he'll get to the top he'll get to the lip of a roof and he'll do like a little spin you know mm-hmm. uh kind of onto the roof um and speaking of arno i mean like he is he's kind of like Ezio 2.0 almost uh, in the start, like he's he's kind of like funny and cocky and you know all this stuff, but he has one of the more unique I think storylines because he hit so he's kind of got like a Romeo and Juliet thing going on with this like Templar, uh, and you know over the course of the game you see him kind of grow. So he starts out he learns that his father was an assassin. He joins the Assassin Brotherhood, right? He goes through all of these complications by, you know, because like he knows, like he's in love with the Templar, so he like they can't be all bad, and you know he get, he goes through this kind of disillusionment with the Assassin Brotherhood, and then the epilogue DLC, um, Dead Kings, mm-hmm. uh, literally opens with him as a distraught alcoholic, uh, who is taking it's basically like the one last job you know story yeah one last ride thing and then over the course of that dlc he like gets his groove back essentially like he Uh becomes he 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 gets that reignitement of hope you know um in his soul that he was lacking at the end of the game and it kind of ends on this like bright um you know bright spot um, in the DLC, I so I would I would encourage like if you've been like wanting if you've been putting this game off because you heard like oh it was so bad it was super uh-huh. bad like there's still a t- like it's an Ubisoft game there's still a ton of collectibles there the map is completely blanketed, um, you know yeah. but I I would still say check it out I would still say check it out this yeah. is one of the stronger then, entries in the series my my suggestion to you is. Check out Go Origins. back to Origins oh and try it again. I don't want to. It's really good. <laughs> and then also get Odyssey because Odyssey is also really good. Yeah. I, That's I'm, my suggestion. I'm, I'm thinking about getting into Valhalla for sure. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go back and play Origins. Though. You should do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's really good. <laughs> What's your um, next game on your list? Okay. So this is kind of a... Um, 
I guess it's kind of like the black sheep of the list because it's not a full game. Uh, or, or some people may view it as not a, you know, like a actual game or whatever. But um, I'm going to say the Destiny 2 Beyond Light expansion. And this is the reason why it's on my list. Um, is because they did such a radical... Um, they made a radical decision to take out half of the, or over half of the, I guess I should say, content that was already existing in the game and put it in the vault, essentially, um, so that they have room to build new stories and content mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it almost feels like, and, and then couple that with the new upgrade, the new power upgrade system, Stasis. Uh, which is the first new element in the game since the very first Destiny. Hmm. Uh, we've always had the same three elements. Um, but now coupled with that, it almost does feel like an entirely new game because uh, like the, the gameplay has changed, the, uh, the economy has changed, the way that Bungie are telling stories now since they separated from Activision has changed. Like... It is, like, Bungie leaving Activision, I think, was one of the best moves that any company has any ever made. Um, and I, I think it shows in the product. Like, I know some people may not be happy with, um, you know, like, occasionally there are, you know, various you know, power creep or, you know, there may not be enough weapons in the game sometimes or whatever, but I think Bungie has demonstrated and, and they've already announced that they're going to be, you know, continuing Destiny 2 for at least like two more years, you know? So I think they've demonstrated at this point that, and especially after uh, last year's expansion, Shadowkeep, mm -hmm. they've demonstrated that uh, they are competent enough to run the Destiny ship on their own, hmm. you know. Oh. I know um, very little about Destiny, so I can't really add much to this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would say like if anybody is like, I wouldn't say necessarily Beyond Light is the. I, I know the new player experience from what I've heard has been revamped as well, so I know it's better than it, what it used to be. Um, there is going to be a huge learning curve for new players if you're like just jumping into Destiny. Uh, if you don't know anything about the universe, however, I will say it is one of the best universes to get lost in. Um, there's a lot of really cool, interesting lore here. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're thinking about playing, and like Game Pass, you, because um, you're always talking about Game Pass, uh, Game Pass users get everything for the price they pay for Game Pass. Like you don't have to pay separate for expansions or whatever, you're just going to get the expansion. You know, unlike the rest of us people who actually put money towards the yeah. company. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like it's a, it's, I would say it's definitely a good value uh, on Game Pass. Uh, if you're just buying it piecemeal, it'll be up to you, I guess, whether you feel comfortable paying the uh, $40 every year for a big expansion and then $10 every three months for a season. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I will say if you, uh, it is uh, free to play though. If you are just curious and you want to check it out, say check it out. He's been talking to me. 
No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying in general, like to anybody who it the, uh, the you can play strikes, you can play crucible, you can play gambit. I played uh, the original Destiny for a little bit. I just couldn't get it. I'm not a big looter shooter yeah. person, so yeah. And some people just aren't, and that's fine. But yeah, I I will say like I I I've stuck by Bungie this much, and I want to make sure that they you know get their get the credit that they're due. Yeah. I remember for a while was that Xbox was gonna buy Bungie back, but. We'll see. Anything can happen, I guess. But come back home, baby. <laughs> you, um, you got the next Halo. <laughs> so um, the next game on that I've got on my list is uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen. This is another game that. Well, this is a game that came out, that came out in twenty fifteen. I think it came out in twenty sixteen. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so did you, you beat this one? I I have beaten this with now, all the DLC too. With all the DLC. Um, and so I, so I'm not really a huge Final Fantasy fanboy, uh-huh. you know, like I, so my introduction to the, you know, my first introduction to the series was through just Kingdom Hearts because, because I'm a Disney fan <laughs> Yeah, and gotcha. I was like, oh, this game's got Disney characters. Wait, gotcha. who, are these, who are these anime boys? Like, you know, like, um, uh, so, oh, Sora is not a Final Fantasy character, right? No, he's an OC. Yeah. Okay. He's an original character for those who I'm don't know the lingo. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 15 was actually the first uh, Final Fantasy game that I've played. Uh, and it, it also helps because it's the most recent, right? It's yeah. most modern in terms of like sound and, you know, graphic design and, um, you know, all that kind of good stuff. It looks pretty. It, it looks pretty. It sounds pretty. Mm. Um the gameplay I know has been um, kind of a mixed bag for like fans of the series because like they're like it kind of it, it tries to com- like combine the like kind of turn-based and active combat systems that some of the games have you know mm-hmm. um, you know gone through. And I think it does it well enough. I played it on the mode where it was like it was the combination of the two. Uh, I know you can do like either active or you can do just you know waiting or whatever. Um, and uh, I mean the story itself is not going to like it, it probably throw anybody for like a loop or anything. It's kind of a it's kind of predictable and it's kind of cheesy and you know it's it's filled with all this like. Um, you know, like really not pretentious, uh, but like um, just so dramatic, like yeah, flair, melodramatic. yeah, melodramatic flair, and all you know, all this kind of stuff. But like, I mean, when I was playing it, because like it's just you and you got three other of your friends in your party, and you're just having a road trip and you're just going along just fighting three best friends three having be- a good time three best four best friends having a good time rolling along <laughs> fighting monsters trying to prevent the end of the world you know normal normal guy things <laughs> like they're they're so cute they're so cute together like their their relationship is the real reason like you should play this game probably mm-hmm. um um also for the cup noodles if you don't know cup noodles uh, are in the game. They're a meal you can eat for a status boost, uh, and uh, it's glorious. Dope, dope, dope. Um, What's your next game on your list, man? 
So the next game I got on my list is Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, finally finished this game this year. Um, it is okay. <laughs> it's not it's okay. I made your list. It is. <laughs> um, Were you just struggling trying to fill your list out? <laughs> not, not. I wasn't trying to just fill my list out. No, I mean, it is. But it's among one of the better games I've played uh-huh. uh, this year for sure. Uh, I would put it like just below Origins, I guess. In turn, like, if, like ranking the games in the series. But you haven't wait. Oh, Dragon Age Origins. Yeah, Dragon okay. Age Origins. Uh, I would put Dragon Age Origins at the top, and uh-huh. then Inquisition below that, and then like like fifteen steps down, I put Dragon Age Two. Um, the story of this game is also kind of predictable and you know it's it's he, your character is the chosen one archetype essentially and you've got to stop the end of the world because you were chosen to do this by the gods um you this this game also takes it kind of light on the rpg stuff like it kind of tries to strike a balance between the more rpg focused tactical combat of the first game and the more action focus of the second game and tries to marry those two together. Um, in some ways, I think it works. In some ways, like the combat, I do think works uh, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like the way that character customization is done in this game because all of your upgrades come from just your ability trees and not like. It, there's no like traditional like level yeah. ups in this game. This You're not also... like assigning points yeah. to anything. You also can't design your own penis in this game. Yeah, no penis designing, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, but uh, I will say what really, um, what really surprised me and made me excited and kept me playing was the item crafting in this game. It's very extensive. There is a lot of stuff you can do to customize uh, you, you and your party's equipment. Uh, in, in addition to like or including uh like dyeing Mm -hmm. you know all the colors and everything like that um but yeah i just had a blast because like i'm one of those people who has to go through an rpg and like find the best gear and you know get all that get like the best equipment so i can like min max my character to uh the best they can possibly be and uh i just had a blast going through like all of the merchants and finding the recipes and then getting the materials to make said recipes and just like crafting an ultimate set of like like when I was going to start hunting dragons, like I would have to like uh, make myself some like decent dragon hunting armor. Uh, so I will say that is like the biggest pro about this game. The DLC is also pretty good. Like mm-hmm. the there's one that's basically just like a dungeon crawl DLC. I, they have they have kind of like flavors to them. Uh, there's one that's like a dungeon crawl DLC. There's one that really takes a deep dive into the um, the lore of uh, like who your because your character is uh, an inquisitor or is, is their title and there was an inquisition before and so one of the DLCs really deep deep dives into the lore behind that and then one of the DLCs kind of serves to set up Dragon Age Four. There's a really good there is a really good story twist. In that DLC, 
that I don't want to spoil. I know it's the game you has been out. Talk about spoilers. Though. I know, I know, it's but okay I want I want people to experience it's okay. the game. You gave a spoiler warning at the beginning of this episode. I want. I, I know. I want to know. Tell me the twist. Uh, okay, so one of your party members, his name is Solus. Uh-huh. He's an elf. Uh, and as you go throughout the game, he's also like really into the Fade, which is this realm that's like it's like a dreamlike uh kind of area where all of the spirits reside essentially and like the the fade and the material world have always been separate Mm -hmm. until the beginning of this game when rifts start to tear apart throughout the sky and spirits begin to seep into the material world uh and solace is like with you since the basically since the he's like one of the first party characters you get um he's with you since the beginning of the game and he has a lot of insight on the fade because he takes trips there and he's talked to spirits and he knows what they're about essentially yeah he becomes like if you're playing like like i was playing basically uh the kind of like good natured i was playing a mage and me and him got along actually really well like he's he's just kind of all about knowledge and you know and talking to spirits like they're actually people you know it's very interesting and it turns out (laughs) you get to the end of the game and it turns out that solace is actually this ancient elven god (laughs) named the dread wolf oh wow and he wants to destroy the barrier between uh, the fate and the material world. So it's all just one. So like spirits and, uh-huh. and uh, humankind uh, coexisting. Um, or, or not necessarily humankind, but like I think he's specifically just elves and spirits. But anyway. And he ends up uh, not necessarily turning on you. He doesn't kill you per se, but he does remove your hand, or at least he did in my playthrough. He removes the hand that bore your mark. That was uh-huh. how you sealed the rifts, and essentially announces his plan. <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, we were friends. What? Why you do this?" And, and I mean, yeah, that 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 twist really. I was like, "Holy shit, what just happened?" Like. Um, but yeah, so I will say, uh, that's, that's the main reason why I'm excited to play Dragon Age 4. But, uh, so if you're wondering what's going to happen in Dragon Age 4, you need to play this game. (laughs) Um, what's your next game on your list? Um, my next game, again, I think this is one we share together. Uh, Marvel's Spider-Man came out in 20... Insomniac's Marvel's Insomniac's Marvel's Sony exclusive (laughs) Spider-Man. Um, it came out in 2018 as well, uh, alongside God of War. So 2018 was a good year, I guess, for Sony. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've played a bunch of Spider-Man games. Like I played, obviously, I played the, uh, I played the N64, uh, game. I played the movie, uh, tie-ins. I played one and two. I didn't play three. Uh, I played Web of Shadows, which is also a really good Spider-Man game. Um and like it just like it never gets old just like Mm -hmm. web swinging through new york just at whatever time of day it is i mean sunset is really cool because like you get the sun going down it's just picturesque it's all this you know 
And, um, but yeah, man, like, God, traversing in this game is so fucking fun. Like, just web-zipping around, doing cool tricks off of buildings and yeah. shit like that. The combat is so much fun. You're just like... You, like, duck through a guy's legs, kick him in the back, and then you shoot your impact web over at a dude to stick him to a wall. It's uh, really Arkham-ish. Yeah, it's very, it's very Batman Arkham Asylum in the combat, which is also funny because... This isn't the first Spider-Man game to do it because the Amazing Spider-Man 1 game was the first one to really kind of tap into that Arkham-style combat. But I feel like... But I think also what sets this game apart versus that game is the... uh, This game is a little bit more colorful, I would Mm -hmm. say. Um, It's also more... um, I guess nostalgic... I guess in a way because there are so many characters from Spider-Man's history uh-huh. and all of the costumes and I'd say the same thing for Spider-Man. Huh? I think I think the Arkham games. No, are no, no. Than I'm saying game. compared to the Amazing Spider-Man one. I was. Oh, saying. I think about Spider-Man. No, no, no. Not compared to Batman. No. Oh. Wow, I'm about to throw a fist. Man. No, 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 no. I, I love you, Batman Arkham Asylum. The you know. Um, but yeah, table. like, um, but but like this game no hands down it's the best spider-man game yeah like the story ends in such an emotional way it also sets up spider-man miles morales obviously Mm -hmm. uh which is out now pretty good game um and yeah i just i mean i think like it makes you feel like you're (laughs) spider-man I, 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 I've list. been trying to avoid saying that for so long. But yeah. Uh, so my next game is Resident Evil 2, which I believe... Now, does it make you feel like Leon Kennedy? <laughs> uh, no, I would say if I wanted to feel like Leon Kennedy, you need to play Resident Evil 4. But, <laughs> so you, but it makes you feel like Resident Evil 2. <laughs> Uh, this is one of the best remakes that has ever been done. Um, I mean, I feel like this game, we've heard a whole episode about Resident Evil. Yeah, we talked, I mean, a, we talked a lot about this, Resident this, Evil. This game, I think, is one of the best games that's been made in a couple of years. There's, there's a lot of content here. There's two campaigns for each character. There's several side... Little side, mis- little side, side missions. For characters that you wouldn't even, like... Like the think, mayor's daughter. Yeah, yeah, like, you get to play as, uh, the gunsmith. Yeah. You know, Ken, uh, Kendo, you know? Uh, as you know, he's struggling with his daughter's yeah. infection. And then there's Fourth Survivor. Fourth Survivor, you could play as Hunk, classic mini game. Tofu mode. Tofu mode. I mean, there's just so much here, and it's it's both it's reverential of the original while also um changing up the like kind of feelings or mm. or the atmosphere of. The original by way of the new camera angle and also just different yeah, placements no tank, of items. No tank controls anymore, baby. Yeah, no tank controls. It's it feels a lot better to play, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I just I mean I don't. See, I'm excited to see what they can do with Resident Evil Four in this style. Yeah, I know you're not excited for a remake because you think I, Resident Evil Four is like Resident Evil's perfect. Don't touch it. <laughs> but I think I'm excited to see what they can do. I mean, I'm sure is there probably add missions, take away mission, change the story a little bit. I think yeah. 
adjusting the character designs of Leon to match the Leon from this game. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll age up the president's daughter. I don't know. This, she, this game make was... It less, make it less cheesy, in a way. I mean, this no, game no was just bingo, so... Right? This game was just so requested for so long. Like, I... It, it's hard to put into words exactly, like, how you feel about it. But, yeah. Basically, if you're a fan of Resident Evil, just buy Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yeah. No doubt. Like, if you want to, go on to three, the 3 Remake. But you have to play Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yeah. Like, it is, it is no question. And what is your last game on your list? Again, not in any order. Last game on my list, not in any order. Uh, I love them all equally. Uh, is Red Dead Redemption 2. And... Boy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, like, this is... I mean, they could have just made the title of the game, like, Cowboy Life Simulator 2018 or yeah. whatever. Like, literally, this game is the most... I think it's one of the most immersive games I've ever played. Yeah. Like, just all of the attention to detail... All of the, like, maintenance you need to do on your guns so they don't jam or get rusty. You gotta take a bath occasionally or people will comment on you smelling. Um, you gotta take care of your camp of people with, like, hunting and stuff like that. But it doesn't feel like a chore mm-hmm. because you really you really like start to like these people especially like when you start it's kind of funny also when you're interacting with like john marston because he's the protagonist from the first game it's like it's like i'm gonna play as you in the future (laughs) like you know you're like you want to take care of him because he's your protagonist you know um but uh yeah, and then, but Arthur is also just, like, a really cool character in his own right. And, I mean, I think um, the voice actor, like, he won... I think he won the performance of the year, right, for at the Game Awards in... Shoot, man, I don't know. 2018 or 2019 for that. Um, but, yeah, like, this this is... And also, and also you have a whole online segment if you want to do that. Um, and yeah, you buy it separately. Huh? Now you can well, buy now you can buy it separately. Yeah, now you're gonna be able to play it if you don't want to just play Resident Evil Two. I, I would, I would, Red Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead Redemption Two. I would still recommend you play the story because, uh, and the story has another good twist at the end too, where, you know, at the end, uh, Arthur. Well, okay. So spoiler alert: over the course of the game, Arthur contracts tuberculosis, and there's actually a couple of different ways the story, the ending can change. He can either go out heroically sacrificing himself again, essentially, or he can just die a greedy old miser. Uh, but it, either way, he still dies of tuberculosis, and you actually get to take control of John Marston <laughs> at the end of the story, and you get to roam around all of the original Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. map, which is so fucking cool. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's hard to talk about these games because, like, uh, they've just had so much praise heaped on them. It's like, what more can you add? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. it's just a, it's just a fun fucking game. Go play it. You know? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, your list. <laughs> What's your list, Sergio? Well, of your list, there was one game that came out in 2020 and then a DLC pack that came out in 2020. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. Yep. <laughs> uh, do you have any honorable mentions or anything? Or Um... Honorable mention, 
No. Among Us, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's my, that's my honorable mentions, Among Us. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played Hades yet, which I know everybody's like, gotta play Hades. Um, I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima either. Um, I guess honorable mention to, Asa- uh, to not Assassin's Creed, <laughs> um, the other AC, Animal Crossing, I guess. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right. What you got, bud? I'm going to start in reverse order. Okay. I did rank mine. I went, I went spent a lot of time thinking about their places and what I considered my favorite games and so yeah. that I this year. I put I'd no time in, and effort. I would be in nine of these ten because um, I'm currently playing one of them. And that actually gives <coughs> me my number, my number ten spot is the game I'm currently playing. So it could, it could change. It could leave my top ten or move up is Death Stranding. Um, Walking Man Simulator, Postman <laughs> Simulator. Uh, it's a fun game. Norman Reedus Simulator. Yeah. I like it a lot. I mean, uh, what you were saying were like with uh, Doom, where you could just sit down and just tear demons apart and it's like yeah. relaxing. I this game for me is kind of like a relaxing because it's literally just you. It's beautiful landscapes and you're walking a package and you deliver the package and then you walk back. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, there's, you know, you got the BTs, and you got uh, Norman Reedus talking to you, and then you got um, a baby you're attached to, um, and then you got, um, you know, terrorists and stuff like that. I mean, it's a really cool, interesting, it's an interesting game for sure. Yeah. Um, I really dug it. I mean, I'm, I'm digging it. I, I, I was hesitant, hesitant to play it mm-hmm. um, originally just because I heard of the reviews, like, oh, it takes like 30 hours until it gets good, and I, I thought it was actually pretty good right from the beginning. Um, I don't know if it was just like things they fixed in patches or anything like that in terms of like making it easier, but yeah. Uh, anything to add to that, Drew? I don't. I watched a friend play a little bit of Death Stranding. I couldn't really get into it myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's a game by Kojima that is yeah. confusing. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm really digging it. I, I really yeah. liked uh, Metal Gear Solid. I think was the one yeah that's yeah. one I played on Xbox and then uh, I really dug it and I was actually always looking forward to Death Stranding up until it came out and I was like oh this game doesn't sound interesting anymore mm-hmm. like all the trailers were so weird all those weird trailers that, 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 that takes place like in the first hour of the game that's just Kojima baby you know you just you're, gotta... you're, you're naked on a beach with a baby inside you that's, yeah. in, that's in the first hour you just gotta anticipate the, the, the Kojima um so yeah uh, I'll right now I'll probably give it like a like a 7 out of 10. Oh, you're actually ranking yeah, them, bro, too. Yeah, bro, I'm actually ranking, ranking them. them, too. It's like a 7 out of 10 right now. It could go up, it could go down. I haven't beaten it yet. I'm, I'm pretty... I'm like maybe All halfway. of mine's are 10s. No, they're not. <laughs> uh, my next game on my list is another Resident Evil game. That came, <gasps> this one actually came out in 2020. You have two Resident Evil games on your list. One came out this year, one came out two years two ago. Year, uh, no, last year. One year ago, yeah. yeah. Resident Evil 3 came out in March. Mm-hmm. Like, right at the beginning of the pandemic. And I went to go buy it because I wanted to play it. Um, I remember going to pick it up, and was, this is around the time they started requiring face masks. Mm-hmm. So it was weird. I was like, man, I'm going to get a store wearing a face mask. Actually, no, I think I was like one of the only people wearing a face mask at the time. Rip. So I don't think it was mandated yet. Um, Resident Evil 3, it, it's like a mixed bag for me. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. And the levels are really great, but it's really short. It's like four, you can mm-hmm. beat it in probably four to five hours. Yeah. Um, and Nemesis is he's cool at first 
But then I, I was kind of hoping that they would use him to kind of use Mr. X in Resident Evil 2 and kind of build off of that and make him, like, scarier. Mm-hmm. And they don't. And he, he after, after like your first couple encounters with him, he kind of becomes a cutscene, boss fight-only villain, which kind of sucked. Uh, but his boss's fights are really cool. And, yeah, I mean, I don't have much to add. I mean, you haven't played it yet. I think you should play it. Uh, yeah, I, I would mean, just wait because like sixty bucks is expensive. I probably wait till it's like forty or 50, or forty or thirty, and I, I think thirty to forty dollars have been better with it. Yeah, I think I think realistically, it probably should have been a forty dollar game uh, with yeah. the content that's there. I mean, Resident Evil Three itself as a game, like the even the original, yeah. is kind of a mixed bag to yeah, be honest. Yeah, like everybody true. remembers Nemesis because of how because of the great movie. Right? The yeah, Resident Evil Apocalypse was so good. They brought Nemesis to the forefront. Um, no, like, just because Nemesis, like, kind of, it, it, it makes you terrified even when you're in a save room. Like, literally, yeah. nowhere is safe for you. And that does not happen in this it, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't quite have the same yeah. impact. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, I think one thing we talked about, we talked about Resident Evil episode, was that, well, at least with, like, Resident Evil 2, there was a point where I was like, man, I have no ammo, I'm gonna fight, Mr. X is coming around, chasing mm-hmm. me, what can I do, I can't defend myself, there's zombies, there's stuff like that. Yeah. And then this game, I never felt that. I had ammo constantly. Mm-hmm. I was always loaded. I could take down, I mean, I could take down Nemesis before I have a boss fight, like, I'd yeah. him to his feet and just walk around and like, no big deal. And that's kind of where it, it kind of, dis- and then the length, that's kind of disappointing. But yeah. character design, I like a lot. I like the I th- I like the story. I just wish it was a little longer. Um, other than that, I mean, I think it's it's a fun game. I played it twice. Yeah. I played it back to back. I beat it and then played it again. Um, I'm I've been thinking about playing it a third time because uh, I played Resident Evil <sighs> two like four times technically. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I could probably give Resident Evil three a seven out of ten as well. Interesting. Yeah. Like, maybe like a seven point three out of ten. <laughs> so it's like bring Jill back, Capcom. Put her in Resident Evil eight or I Riot. All right, number eight on my list is Last of Us Part Two, baby. We're talking about yep. the same things you talked about, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I think everything we've we've, we've, yeah, yeah. we've we've gone over this a lot. Uh, uh, Sorry about I, all I, the. I was didn't care about spoilers, so I, when the leaks came out, I read all of them and mm-hmm. I watched the clips and everything. I was like, dang, that sucks that Joel dies, but I didn't really care that much in terms of like. Yeah, I didn't think it was a terrible decision. People like hate. Did you the say decision. Jill or Joel? Joel. Okay, I thought you said Jill. I no, thought no, I was like, Joel. are you still talking about Resident Evil Three? <laughs> I, I didn't hate the decision. I thought it made sense in the story. Oh yeah, and it absolutely. still makes sense even when you play it in context. It still makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think that people were upset because you didn't need to spend a lot of time with Joel. Mm-hmm. But if you actually play the game, you kind of do in flashbacks. You get a lot of levels where mm-hmm. you spend time with Joel, and it feels like the original Last of Us. And uh, yeah. And I guess people just didn't want to hear that. But uh, what else? There's not much else we can say. I think it's a good game. Yeah. Okay. So one part is you're here. It day two of Abby gets freaking <clears throat> wild, and it just drives me crazy that yeah. you're like right there on the verge of it being just like <laughs> basically turned into a Resident Evil game. And I keep telling you, you just gotta get to this part because it's the craziest part, and it blows my mind. Okay, I could do that, or I could play Destiny. Two. I could play Destiny two, or I could play Kingdom Hearts two for the three hundred fiftieth time. I hate you. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like I was telling you, like day one of Abby feels like a game, and then yeah. day not day one, uh, Abby's story feels like a game, 
Ellie's story feels like her own game, and then there's another extra last like six mm-hmm. hours of gameplay. It feels like one other game, um, and you still gotta get through all that. But I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. Okay, Last of Us Two, probably like a seven and a half out of. 10. Okay. All right. Not, not, gonna, not game of the year. Not game of the year. Aww. So now we're gonna get into number seven. I kind of cheated a little bit. I put Spider Man and Spider Man Miles Morales. Boo! Because I feel like they're basically an extension Boo. of the same. Game. I mean, you're not wrong. Though. Nothing's really changed. You're not wrong. I the mean, game plays the same except for you know Miles gets a yeah. He gets electric shock. Yeah. Which Spider Man could get. Peter could get in the first game. He could get it, but in a suit. Yeah. There's some suits that you can have a power up where you can shock people, and then in this game it's like. You know, part of Miles' powers and yeah. invisibility. I think one thing I do like, if I could rank the two, like, like they're both eights. I probably yeah. put Miles Morales just slightly above the original Spider-Man mm. because one, it's shorter. I thought Spider-Man it was the open worldness of the first Spider-Man was. I think it does kind of start to uh, yeah burden. I will. I really think that the best open world game that I've played, where I've completed every single side mission and did like a hundred percent into hundred percent, like hundred percent, was Batman. Arkham Knight, because the side missions are all, they're different enough from each other. And the issue I had with Spider-Man was that a lot of the side missions were clear this building out of bad guys. Clear this building out of bad guys. Yeah, that's Clear true. this building out of bad guys. That's true. And then with Spider-Man Miles Morales, they cut those down a lot. Like, a yeah. lot. I think there's only two missions that are like that. And then the rest are really unique and fun. Like, track this truck you know get these toys back for these kids you know obviously there's another pigeon one again which i thought was a fun version fun in the other game um and then one thing is uh spider-man the first one there wasn't there was stealth moments but then if you're out of stealth you could hardly get back into stealth with yeah. miles morales if you lose your stealth you can go invisible right back in stealth mode yeah. and then you can hide and then they'll they'll like you know miles is just better <laughs> uh, both those games i think they're eight out of 10s for me yeah um I would concur. I yeah. Think. yeah. Well, I think you should play Miles Morales. It's it's only like forty bucks. No. I think that's a perfect price for it. It's short. I beat it in like eight hours. I'm trying to wait until I get a PS5 to play it, but it's not gonna happen, man. I'm telling you, just get it because then you can just replay it on PS5. That's true. I could free upgrade. Yeah. You get the free upgrade. <laughs> um, all right. So that's Spider Man and Spider Man Miles Morales. Yep. All uh, right. What you got next, bud? Super old game, I think from like 2009. 2009, yeah. Uh, Uncharted 2. Oh my god. So again, I, I just got a PlayStation 4, so I bought all the Uncharted games because I never played them. I've always yeah. wanted to. And I sat down and I played uh, 1 through 4. I haven't played Lost Legacy yet. I want to play it. Xbox fanboy plays PlayStation Classics. Oh man. Um, this was my favorite. This was my favorite Uncharted until 4. Yeah. yeah. Same. Of the, of the three. So like, I liked the first one. It was yeah. super rough. Like I, I figured, like if I was if I played it when I was a kid or when it yeah. first came out, I probably would have liked it a lot more replaying it. But playing for the first time on the remastered version, it was hard to get through. Yeah, just because the controls and then Uncharted Two fixes all those, and it was like, mm-hmm. mm. and there's just there's Pretty, like mm, Chef Kiss. Yeah, the there's a lot more variety. The characters are yeah. I I don't know. There's just something about the way that Uncharted Two. Like, the way the dialogue flows. The yeah. way the characters interact with the each other. The level design is great. The level stuff design. Like I know a lot of people, from what I'm reading online, from like, Reddit fan groups and stuff like that, is that they compare it to the Batman games. Yeah, where like, like Arkham, Ar- Arkham, 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 Arkham Asylum versus Arkham City. Where Arkham Asylum is a good game. 
and Arkham City just blows it out of the water. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. Uncharted was a fun game. It was good. Yeah. Uncharted 2, way better. That's exactly like, I how it. I felt when I was playing yeah. these games. Yeah. So Uncharted, Uncharted 2 made my list. I think it's probably going to be on my list of some of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. Um, And then Uncharted, I guess I'll tell you about Uncharted 3 was huge. I did not like it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like, I think it's better than one for me, uh-huh. but it's like, there's just, there's just a tiny bit of like, it's just too, it's just too much. It's, yeah. it's too much of a good thing. I think. I think with Uncharted, especially because for some, I guess my remaster, it was super glitchy and it just made it way worse. Were you play. playing the Nathan Drake collection? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's just, the one just I have. Glitchy well. mess. And it was like characters would be bullet sponges where like normally you kill them pretty quickly or whatever mm. uh, bullet sponges and like ridiculous and like what's happening doesn't make any sense yeah. they would disappear there was times where i would fall just while walking through like going to like trying to get somewhere i would just fall through the ground and just die oh wow or, or when i'm climbing i would climb and then i fall forward through the ground through the wall and just keep falling Shit. um audio issues like audio would cut out constantly yeah uh AI issue. It was just a, it was a it was a mess. The but he, like bugs aside, like yeah. the game itself is still not. No, I think great. it's I not think, as good as two. I think it would be maybe around one. But yeah. with all the bugs I had, it definitely dropped it down to uh, really low. So yeah, those are so, the yeah. Uncharted two. Where would you? Uncharted two again. Uh, number six on my list. I probably give that like a like a like an eight point five or a nine. okay. You know, I, I, I accept that ranking. I would say 9. I'd say the, all, <laughs> basically a, everything up here is going to be 9 or a 10 out of 10. As an Uncharted fanboy, I will accept that ranking. Uncharted 2 is a 9 out of 10. <laughs> Alright, God of War is number next oh, on my list. God. Number 5. You talked a lot about it. Yeah. I really liked it. I think I had the same problems with God of War as I did with Spider-Man. Yeah. It was like open-worldness and a lot of the open-world stuff was kind of the same where like you fight a certain type of creature. It's either going to be like a wolf or it's going to mm-hmm. be like a big troll or... Uh, the Valkyries were super hard, so I didn't, yeah. play, I didn't do the Valkyries. Um, the Valkyries are some of the most challenging yeah. combat I've ever um, experienced. You know, and I just got to the point where I was like, I just mm. the side missions I really don't care that much about. I'm just gonna. The did story... you ever do any of the? Uh, did you go to? I think it's Niflheim is the fog one, and then Muspelheim is the fire one. Those are, those are kind of like alternate uh-huh. uh, planes. Um, but like one of them is basically like a combat challenge mm, uh, arena, and then one of them is like this one where you're you have to collect mists in uh, an environment, and you only have like a limited amount of oxygen. Mm. Like the air is toxic essentially, so you have to get stuff and get out, and then you're upgrading stuff so you can stay in longer. Yeah, and... I don't do any of those. That sounds cool. Yeah. I'm gonna go try those. The, the the bonus stuff is actually it's it's unique. I think mm-hmm. like it's not something like the combat one. Like yeah, there have been combat challenges and other. Yeah. But the 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 Niflheim stuff where you're staying in and just trying to get as much as possible to survive. Yeah. I don't think I've played a game with that exact yeah. um gameplay loop. Yeah. I guess the the side content is unique in my in, or some of it at least is unique yeah. in my. Well, for me, but. a lot of my love of the game was the story, and then yeah. the the one like the one cut. There's no cut look to it, which also is what like Hellblade does, where it's like over the shoulder, and then it, like, yeah. it goes into a cutscene, and the camera moves around, and it moves back to over the shoulder. Yeah, it does that same style where there's no like different angle or whatever. Right. Um, and I think that it works well in both games, and again, both games are like 
Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool to get, like, uh, I think, yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, loved it. Probably gave it, like, a 9 out of 10. Uh, my next thing on my list <gasps> Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4. He oh already got into our. This was the second game that I was like, you have to play this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this I'm game is awesome. Uh, yeah. Basically, everything I love about Uncharted 2. Just, so times ten. Yeah, it's just, like it's like I started two was Ark of Asylum. <laughs> yeah, started four it's Ark of City. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, that's exactly. Great. It was a great bounce back because especially because like when I when I finished Uncharted three, I finished like in two days, and I was like, do I really want to play Uncharted four? Just, just give it a break. And I was like, oh, just power through. You can do it. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm in love. This game is awesome. <laughs> yes, it's so good. The yes. story is great. The characters are great. Oh, um, seeing Nathan Drake's conclusion mm-hmm. and then playing you know has his daughter at the end was like oh that gave me all yeah, the feels like oh like, i think it's great that it didn't end on a sad note that it was happy and a, yeah it was like a warm feeling at the end yeah um but there's also like maybe an expectation that the series continues on from like their daughter's perspective yeah. i don't know or, you know you're like lost legacy where it's like his brother sam and yeah the, like, other characters you meet along the way <clears throat> um yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to say. I think it's a great game. Yeah, uh, it should have won year, right? 2016 Game of the Year over Overwatch. Overwatch won the year. Overwatch won 2016 Game of the Year, and I have never forgiven them wow. for that. No, yeah, I thought it was great, fantastic. Um, next on my list, another 10 out of 10 game for me. I played this game in January of this mm-hmm. year. Um, I got it for Christmas last year, remember? Because I really wanted it. Yeah. Um, and I played it in January, and it was incredible. Um, people call it the Dark Souls of Star Wars, and I agree. What could you be referring to? Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order <laughs> is an incredible game. It's super hard. I played on a really hard difficulty setting, and I was like, <clears throat> I died so freaking much. I like constantly died, and I was like, oh my god. It's funny that you dove into this game after hearing all the bad PR about uh, EA's other Star Wars games. Uh, so, so that's why I didn't buy it when it came out. Yeah. And then I got it for I asked it for Christmas because I heard that there were people like, well, actually, Fallen Order is a really good game, and I was yeah. like, dang it, now I gotta, now I gotta get it, because <laughs> I got the first Battlefront again. I didn't buy, it, I got it for Christmas, and it was fun, but it wasn't worth the sixty dollars. Yeah, kind of chip, whatever. Um, and I get so I skipped Battlefront two, and then again, Fallen Order came out. I didn't buy it. And I heard it was great, and I was like, mm-hmm. I should ask for Christmas, and it was really good. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is one of my favorite games of all time. You know, I really grew, for me, in 20, I guess, because it came out in 2019, but I played it in 2020. So, like, in my mind, Fallen Order was the best Star Wars media to come out of 2019, and then Mandalorian. <clears throat> yeah. And then, like, you know, after some really soul-searching and alcoholic drinking and <laughs> you dig up the grave of rise of skywalker and you, it's like 50 feet below and that's where rise of skywalker uh, le, uh, rests yeah you know um i mean i don't know you haven't played it yet you should play i haven't it. yeah it's i haven't great. played it yet it has, i need to again, there's a characters. lot of good star wars media outside of the uh True. It the makes movies you feel <laughs> like you're a jedi. jedi oh my god i have to play it now i'm gonna go download yeah. it right now i think what's so cool is that the main character the main actor is the dude from gotham <laughs> yeah <Joker. laughs> yeah basically yeah he's like gotham's version of the joker yeah um, the actor i forget yeah. his name cameron something or something. cameron monahan yeah He's uh he's great in the game. He it's a really emotional performance because yeah. it takes place in between. 
It's in between three uh, and Revenge four. Revenge of the Sith and yeah. A New Hope. Because he was like a Padawan yeah, who he, escaped so the you, purge. You get to see like six, Order 66 mm-hmm. and then he, he gets found out that he's a Jedi so he's on the run mm-hmm. and that's basically the whole game is yeah. on the run and trying to collect uh, an important item. Yeah. Great game. I love it. Yeah. I, I recommend mean, uh, they just, I think they just optimized it for next gen so i'm excited to get a new console replay it on my xbox series x yeah um that game is also beautiful like just like it's beautiful yeah the art design yeah Yeah. all the worlds are unique i think they added some free dlc to like some free worlds that you could visit to explore nice it's great and i think they'll add so much to the lore Mm -hmm. Um, i highly recommend if you're a star wars fan and if you're if you just like video games 10 out of 10 my next game on the list the the, okay it's March, again. Pandemic, Set the scene. Pandemic is raging on. Um, Game stops are closing. They're not. They're not accepting. Uh, uh, you know, it's like there are like two people come to the store at a time. Yeah. Um, and I'm over here worried. It's March 20th. There's a big game coming out, and I'm like, I need to go pick up the game. So it's like March. Like, You're 18th. talking about a, uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah, right? yeah. And I go and I'm like, hey, uh, I call on the phone. I'm like, hey, I know tomorrow's Thursday for the pickup for Doom. Um, can I pick it up? Can I? Is like, are you guys gonna be open? And they're like, just come get it right now. And I was like, shit, GameStop. All right, I will. And I went and picked up my my game, Doom Eternal. Yeah, that was awesome. like the two, second or the first, I would say, of the of the two big uh, yeah. games of March 2020. Yeah, definitely, Animal Crossing was way better, bigger. Um, but what, what I think I think they were saying that it was like the highest grossing Bethesda. Id software game, right, or something like that, or really log- biggest launch for Id, I think. Damn, which is crazy because it was still overshadowed by Animal Crossing by a lot. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was still the highest selling Doom Id game or whatever mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Uh, I loved it, obviously. Um, it's not as good as Doom twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. It's not as good, but it's a lot of fun. Um, you rip and tear. The music is still incredible. The gore is still incredible. Highly recommend it. So if you haven't played it yet, get it. And then also the new DLC came out, the Ancient mm-hmm. Gods, and it is hard. Like I, I thought I was, I was like, okay, I'm getting pretty good at Doom, and then it's like the like the guy laughing at me, like, <laughs> you think you're good? You think you're good at Doom? <laughs> you're just an amateur. And I was like, oh god, yeah, and it just kicked my butt. Uh, Doom Eternal is great. Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods, really good. Uh, new, new, there's new, you know, new. Um, Villain, not villains, new bad guys, stuff like that's all all good. Uh, and you don't have to add because you haven't played it yet. Would you? I don't care about spoilers. It's not spoiler. I mean, oh. The game is you. You're the Doom Slayer. Yeah. And you. Uh, I mean, I know this one's a little bit more story heavy, I think, than 2016, but uh, I don't know. I think it's about the same. I think what's cool though is that you can actually change your outfits. Yeah. So I'm constantly like I was like the original Doom. My favorite is Doomicorn or Duma, Dumacron, where you're a unicorn. <laughs> you're like bright and pink and yellow. What the fuck? And white. Yeah, that's great. And you have a horn. Um, you have, and you actually it actually keeps you that way in cutscenes too. So it's like nice. a really like dramatic like cutscene, and you're like <laughs> you're just like a unicorn. Nice. <laughs> it's great. Um, and they introduce these new villains called the um, Marauders. They're tough. They're like basically like Doom Slayers that were converted to the <sighs> uh, the evil side or whatever to the devil. And mm-hmm. So you got to fight them and stuff. Great game. Highly recommend it uh, if you haven't played it. Game of the year though. 
like game of the year of twenty twenty. Yeah. For me, yes. Yeah. Of games that came out in twenty, like uh, like in the because it was in the game of yes, I would have, yeah. I would have. That's what I voted for. I voted for Doom, Doom Eternal. Eternal. Yeah, yeah. All right, and number one, number one game on my list. It's a game. It makes you feel like you're in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it's Resident Evil Two. You should review uh, games professionally, Sergio. <laughs> it makes you feel like you're a game reviewer. <laughs> um, Resident Evil Two. Uh, not much to say about it. We said everything there is to say. Yeah. But I played it in January. Uh, I think I bought it. I bought it around Christmas time, and I played it in January. And I played it like four times. One, of course, I played it four times because I play yeah. as Leon. Then you play as Claire. Mm-hmm. And then when quarantine happened, I went back after I beat Resident Evil Three, stories. and I, I played Leon and Claire again. Yeah. So. Um, actually, funny anecdote though about since we're talking about Resident Evil Two again, I so the way I bought Resident Evil Two was I bought it digitally over the playstation store because the pandemic was raging and i didn't want to go out you know um did i play before you uh i think you did wow i think you i think you did you played the remaster no i bought it uh i think i bought it in june if i recall um and i got it on the playstation store and i thought i was getting it for a pretty sweet deal like i got it for like it's like 30 bucks right 30 bucks or 40 bucks or something like that like $10. Well, okay, yeah. So, the, so the, the thing was, it was the base game was on sale, uh-huh. and then like the next day, the ultimate edition was on sale for the same price that I just bought the base game, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck me," I guess. Like, uh-huh. just um. So yeah, so I only got the base version, but still, I mean, the base version is yeah. great. Like, um. But yeah, so like you would still you would say Resident Evil two ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Eleven out of ten. Eleven it's, out of ten. Yeah, number one uh, game I played this year. It was my twenty nineteen game of the year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, of course, it didn't come out. I didn't get it until this year. But yeah, um, between between Resident Evil and Star Wars, I think <clears throat> you had two really good games in twenty nineteen. Oh yeah, um, and then amongst course, probably yeah. a bunch of other games. Yeah. yeah, and then I guess I just want to wrap the show up. With what is one game, hundred percent confirmed coming out in twenty twenty one that you're looking forward to the most? God of War Ragnarok. Is it confirmed for twenty twenty one? Yes. Yeah, they confirmed that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's called Ragnarok, but I'm assuming because they're like Ragnarok is it's here, coming, yeah, like or whatever. It's. It, I'm pretty sure the subtitle is gonna be God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I think I'm gonna, I, mean, I am excited for that game. But for me, I think my most hyped game is probably Halo Infinite. Obviously, really, yeah. I, I would have thought it would be well. Okay, I would have said Resident Evil Eight. That's but... up there. But I mean, I've been a Halo fan longer than that's true. Fan. That's true. Yeah, um, and it sucks because Resident Evil Halo Five sucked mm-hmm. so much that I'm hesitant to see. But I feel like the fact that they were willing. And the fact that Microsoft said yes, you can delay for basically a whole year, is a, I think it's a good sign. Hopefully, it's, I think it's a good sign because I mean, hey, I think, I'm right I there think, with you, I man. I think we're seeing what's happening with Cyberpunk. For one, I think that's why they said fall because originally it was like we're delaying and there was no time. Yeah. And then just literally like just like within the past couple of days, they're like fall 2021. Right. Which is you know. 
I mean, I'm right there with you, man. I hope it. I hope it's good because I would really love a good Halo game again. Yeah. Like honestly, to convince myself to actually get an Xbox. Yeah. You know. And then um, the medium I think is going. That comes out like next month. And it looks yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, all right. Well, that's, that's, yeah. that's it for 2020. I hope 2020 burns in hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, Here's to 2021. The games are good, and 2021 is going to have many great games for us. Oh, yeah. I mean, God, the lineup is so good right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited, and uh, we'll see you later. We'll yep. see you guys. Have a happy new year. We love you. <laughs> Check us out on Facebook, yep. Twitter, Spotify, yeah. Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Spotify now. Facebook. Twitter, Facebook. yeah, Twitter, all those places that you yeah. reach out and talk to people, it talk makes to you us. Feel like you're on social media. Yeah, just talk to us. You know, we're we're always here for you. All right, guys. <laughs> bye bye. Peace. <laughs>